everyone, and welcome to the show. You are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well. My name is Ken Hagland, and we broadcast every Saturday from noon to one to talk about your health and your life, and in some cases, about your death. And today, we're going to have one of those great opportunities to talk about end of life um, with an amazing guest uh, that I've known for a little while here. And uh, so we'll get into that a bit later on here. But um, as the show goes on, as you know, we talk about topics ranging from wellness to health care, elder care, end of life care, and of course, caregiver support, which is so crucial these days. Today is Saturday, September 21st, 2019. And uh, like I said, we'll be talking with uh, Christy Merrick. She is a certified end-of-life doula and also founder of Tending Life at the Threshold. Um, And we'll talk about the benefits of using end-of-life doula services. Many of you may have been been familiar with um, birthing doulas, um, but there's another great field emerging here um, that are called end-of-life doulas. And we'll talk about that today. Um, we are broadcasting live today. If you are listening uh, on September 21st, you are listening to this live, and we are looking forward to answering your questions on this unique area of healthcare. care. Uh, please feel free to call us with your questions at 952-946-6205. Once again, that phone number at the radio station is 952-946-6205. Zero five. Please call in during the show. We cannot answer your question if you call in after the show. Um, our show producer today is Eric Nelson, and he will be answering the phone, so please feel free to give Eric a call, and we'll get your question live on the air. Thank you, Eric, for your help today. Thanks, Ken. Standing by for calls. All right. Or, or if you prefer, again, if you're shy and you don't want to talk to Eric, you can text me directly here um, at, the, uh, at the studio on my uh, cell phone at 612-999-3426. Once again, 612-999-3426. As a reminder, you can always leave a voice message or text message anytime, day or night, uh, on our radio show phone number um, that I just gave you. We appreciate hearing your questions, comments, and suggestions. Please continue to send those to us so we can get them on future shows. Also, you can find the podcast recordings for all of our shows on the AM950 website by clicking the on-demand button and then scrolling down and clicking on our show logo, Living Healthy and Aging Well. Now, the purpose of this radio show is to bring you specialists and experts and people with a passion for helping others from across the health and wellness fields to provide insights and recommendations on how to navigate the complexities and challenges of managing both you and your family's health and quality of life. We also focus on our senior population and how we can help you prepare for the various stages of life's transitions. In addition, we provide vital information for the caregivers who are essential to supporting our aging population. I am so grateful for the opportunity each week to discuss these timely and important topics with you. And I am so thankful for all the tremendous responses you have provided us regarding this unique radio show. So please continue to stay in touch with us. We really appreciate that. And also, I want to acknowledge uh, several new listeners. They uh, they text me here during the week, and I appreciate that. Uh, Jason in Lakeville and Terry in Eden Prairie, uh, thanks again for letting me know how much you appreciate the show. All right. I would like to introduce our guest today, Christy Merrick. She is a certified end-of-life doula, and she is the founder of of Tending Life at the Threshold, I love that, Uh, on the benefits of using end-of-life doula services. This is going to be a fascinating show, folks, here. So um, so again, be sure, and uh, if you have questions, text me or call Eric, and we'll get your uh, question answered. Welcome to the show, Christy. Thank you. All right. Before we get into this topic, which is just fascinating, um, especially for me uh, because I'm involved in uh, the hospice uh, healthcare uh, area, um, tell us a bit about your background and then and how you eventually came into where you're at now in terms of the uh, providing end-of-life doula services. Yeah, so um, 
it's always hard to know how far back to go. Um, <laughs> well, where were you born? <laughs> yes, I was born in the Twin Cities. All so, right, yes. so a native Minnesotan. I am native. Love that. Absolutely. And um, so my degree is in child psychology, and I shortly after I graduated, which was far too long ago to mention, um, I met a woman who was a child life specialist, and she. And I didn't know what that was at the time, which I thought was interesting, having just gotten a child development degree. <laughs> but I asked her what that meant, and she said that she worked with children who were dying. And it was like a lightning bolt went through me. And I thought, okay, I have no idea what to do with that information. It scared the pants off me. So um, I just I tucked it away. And so kind of lived my life and did my thing for, um, you know, 20 years. It came and went. And every time it showed up, I thought, like, I don't see it yet. I don't really know where that fits. Um, and so I just got to the point in 2013, my mom had a health crisis and she was in the hospital for about 10 days. And because of some of the experiences she was having, I told my husband to pack me a bag. I wasn't leaving the hospital. Right. <laughs> and, um, and that was super necessary. And, um, and just coming and going, walking the halls, all of that, I just saw so many people who didn't have anyone with them. And, um, and everything sort of started coming together. And I thought, maybe there's something here. And I knew that what I wanted to do wasn't going to be within the medical system. It seemed like it was something that needed to be outside of that realm, something independent. Um, and so I spent the next few years just really following those breadcrumbs of, of interest and um, of passion and, and the calling, really, and just watched it unfold. You mentioned the word there, calling. Um, yeah. Isn't, I tell you, I, as we were talking before the show started, I've been doing this now for almost two years, and the people I have met have been just amazing. Um, if, uh, if I could only share with the audience these amazing conversations with these people, they get a chance to hear you for maybe 35 minutes sure. over the course of an hour. But the substance and the depth that people bring to others in helping them at crisis points in their life. Yes. And I find what's so interesting, and like you just said, there was a, there was a crisis point in your family or in your constellation, could be family, friends, neighbors, whatever. It's so amazing to me how many times that redirects a person's path in life. Absolutely. It just It's crazy how... I mean, they, they go from one profession and bam, they take a left-hand turn or right-hand turn and they're in a whole different world. Yeah. And they're, they've never been more happy. I mean, the joy that they get and even like our profession that, that uh, I'm involved with the hospice, people will say, oh, how can you do that? Right. And I just respond back, how can you not? Exactly. I mean, it's the most meaningful work. Absolutely. And, and what you're doing here, and we're going to unpack this throughout the show here, um, but I just find it so interesting people like yourself – start off in one direction, and at some point in life, you get the calling. Mm -hmm. And it is, it, isn't that powerful? Absolutely. It's just so yeah. amazing. And I just feel like it, yeah. And so many of the people, I mentor people who are becoming doulas as well as working with people and their families at end of life. Um, but what I hear time and time again is exactly what you just said, um, is that people had somebody close to them who died, some sort of situation where they have felt so comfortable in that space and they think, oh, my gosh, what is this? You know, because right. we're taught so much to be afraid of it and to turn the other direction. And yet I think you and I both know it's those crisis times of your life where you grow the most. Absolutely. It's the struggles. You, you just you count it all joy when you suffer some of these things because it it tells you what's really important in life. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we get so caught up with all the things that really don't mean that much, at the, especially as we get a chance in hospice to listen to people about end of life and the regrets they have or the, the wisdom they have or even the enlightenment they get. Um, and so people like you and people like people on my team get a chance to experience that. And it, it helps us live our lives maybe a different way than we would have 
done it otherwise. Absolutely. So, but that's interesting that you're actually mentoring other people. I didn't know that about you. Yeah, yeah. But that, that's so important because this is a. It, well, we'll talk about this here in the next segment, but. Um, you know, 10,000 people a day are retiring. I mean, mm. the, we're having this massive uh, mega trend of shifting going on demographically in our country. Absolutely. And, and we see it, of course, at the end of life where we're serving patients and families um, with hospice services that, again, is a complete mystery to most people. Yes. And so you, you are out there as well in that mystery world of this end-of-life care and support and expertise. Um, and we're going to talk a lot about that here later on. Um, but in terms of, so you just kind of launched your new career here a few years ago, is that what it sounds like? Yeah, I feel like I've been doing it for way longer than, well, I have been doing it way longer than there was actually a name for it in, in my world. So I had somebody pretty early on say, oh, it sounds like you want to be a doula, but for people who are dying. And I Googled it because that's what we do. Right. And um, in 2013, nothing showed up. Right, right. And so um, in 2016, somebody said that to me again. And when I looked it up, then it was there. Right. We'll talk about that because this is a very new area uh, of care. Um, it's time for a short break. Uh, Eric has dropped the music in on us here. So we'll be right back to continue our conversation with Christy Merrick, certified end-of-life doula and founder of Tending Life at the Threshold. Please stay with us. I'm attorney Rachel Schroman of Schroman Law in St. Paul, and I am passionate about providing legal services in the areas of estate planning, probate, and elder law. My clients receive the attention and compassion they deserve with their peace of mind being my top priority. Enjoy the comfort of knowing that you have planned for the worst so you can confidently continue living at your best. Visit ShromanLaw.com. That's S-C-H-R-O-M-E-N-L-A-W.com. Visit the wine bar at Cafe Latte and enjoy a unique handcrafted pizza and glass of wine. The perfect place for an intimate night or an evening with friends. Choices range from spicy Italian sausage and sweet roasted peppers to the one-of-a-kind nacho chicken pizza layered with blue corn tortilla chips. The approachable wine list offers over 30 by the glass with special emphasis on wines from Washington State. End your night with one of Cafe Latte's melt-in-your-mouth desserts, 850 Grand Avenue, St. Paul. Chances are, after spring cleaning, you missed a spot. A couple really big spots, like your roof and siding. Run your fingers across your siding. You'll likely get a gross residue. And your roof probably has some black streaks, too. Your roof and siding aren't always easy to clean, but they're definitely the most visible parts of your home that give it its curb appeal. So let Blue Sky Services clean your roof and siding. Blue Sky's safe, soft wash method won't cause any damages and will make your home look like new. Right now, Blue Sky Services is running their summer special where you can get your whole house, roof, and siding clean starting at only $447. That's the most viewed parts of your home clean for only $447. Then mention AM950 when you call Blue Sky Services to get an additional $50 off. So get the curb appeal back on your home and call Blue Sky Services at 952-467-2447. That's 952-467-2447. On September 28th, the University of Minnesota Center for Spirituality and Healing is offering a half-day mindfulness meditation retreat, which is open to those who have never practiced mindfulness and those who are daily practitioners. The mindfulness meditation retreat invites you to intentionally step away from daily routines and the busyness of everyday life for the purpose of renewal. Enjoy guided instruction from a skilled mindfulness teacher, city meditation, and gentle mindful movement. Space is limited. Register now at csh.umn.edu. Finding a lawyer is incredibly stressful. It can be tough to know where to start. So start with the Hennepin County Bar Association. They can connect you with over 200 thoroughly vetted, qualified attorneys practicing in over 50 areas of law. Not sure if you need an attorney or what type of attorney to request? The referral counselors at Hennepin County Bar Association can help. Call 612-752-6666 or search for Hennepin County Bar Association. The right call for the right lawyer.
Welcome back. Uh, you are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well, where we talk about your health and your life and your death. But we do it in a really good way, though. And we've got a great guest today to talk about end of life and uh, and how she can help you and your family with that end of life process. And so we'll get back in and talk with Christy Merrick. She is a certified end of life doula, and she also is founder of Life of Tending Life at the Threshold. And we're going to talk about what are doula end of life doula services and what are the benefits of using that. But before we get back into that great conversation, I want to mention this radio show is brought to you in part each week by Minnesota Hospice. They are an independent physician-owned medical practice serving local Minnesota communities for over 11 years with innovative and comprehensive end-of-life health care. If you have any questions regarding end-of-life care or support, please contact the compassionate team of experts at Minnesota Hospice at 952-898-1022 or visit them online at minnesotahospice.com. All right, Christy, before we jump back into this topic here, let's uh, let our audience know how they can reach you or get more information from you uh, after the show. Yeah, the best way to get a hold of me is through my website at tendinglife.com or by email endoflifedoula at hotmail.com. And I'm just looking at your website right now. It's one of the best websites I have seen. Oh, um, thank you. Really, really well done. Um, people would really find a lot of great resources there for, for answering questions about end-of-life doula. Um, well, I'd like to continue. We, we talked last segment about you and your background and how you ended up uh, being at this point in your life uh, supporting families and people that are at end-of-life. Let's talk about the history of end-of-life doula. It's, it's a relatively newly formalized area of, of care. Um, but as we've talked about on, on, the, on the break here, yeah, we've tended to care for each other for you know, centuries right. and since, you know, since, long, since been, the beginning of time. Yeah, since we've um, been alive, we've right. been tending each other at the end of life. But, but I think as we've also, you and I shared in the past, is, is we've really medicalized the dying process. Absolutely. To, to a certain extent. And this, you know, there's, there's a lot. We do things so much differently in the last couple of generations than we've done throughout the entire history of yes. humankind. And so I'm, what I'm seeing in many areas of healthcare is us kind of coming back towards what we've done over the, the millennia, the centuries. Right. But with maybe new technologies, which yeah. is which is great. Uh, but but we're putting a different emphasis on things now than we maybe were the last uh, 20, 30, 40 years. Um, so let's let's talk about though the history of end of life doula because it's really a, it's a very recent phenomenon. Yeah. So like I mentioned in the earlier segment, um, when I looked it up in two thousand thirteen, I didn't find anything. You know, with I looked up death doula, I looked up end of life doula, nothing. And so in 2016, um, what happened was I looked it up, and the first hit I had was the International End of Life Doula Association. Um, and they were offering a training in Madison two weekends from then. And I looked at my calendar and I said, all right, I'm in. <laughs> Perfect timing. Yeah. And, um, and called and talked to the office so that I could make sure I was doing my due diligence. And how I had been describing the work to people was supporting um, individuals and families before, during, and after death. Um, and that was sort of how I had come to explain it. And when I asked them, what is your training base, you know, how how does what's the foundation for this? And they said, well, we um, have three different segments, and we're training people how to support individuals and their families before, during, and after death. And I went, <laughs> oh, well, that's interesting. Um, sign me up. So um, you know, so that's how that happened. Um, Henry Fursco Weiss, who's one of the founders, he had been doing. Um, he was a hospice social worker for many years, and he had been doing. Um, trainings, um, end-of-life doula trainings with um, hospices for a number of years and then started um, doing trainings publicly um, around 2015, 2016. But he had a friend who was a birth doula, and 
he ended up himself going through um, birth doula training and certification so that he could really get into the ins and outs of that process of support and just naturally because of his hospice experience was really drawn to the parallels of those bookends of life, of birth and death. And, you know, both of them are a labor. And so it's, and that we need support in that because we've sort of lost touch. You know, birthing, we had lost touch with that for, that got really medicalized for many, many years. And, um, and the baby boomers, you know, kind of brought that back into, um, you know, in, into mainstream, natural, like this is a natural part of life. We can do this. We know how to do this. And, um, and end of life is the same way. And I think that this is showing up the way that it is right now. I think we're just at the beginning of this groundswell because the baby boomers are um, approaching an age where, like you mentioned earlier, there are so many people dying every day. Yeah. And um, without, in a lot of cases, the adequate support to um, to make that process as non-medicalized as possible and to keep people connected to what's most important so that they can live all the way through to their last breath. Now, very interesting because we, in terms of the birthing in, birthing out, we've had a show on that. We had probably more than one show on that, I think, back in the last two years. But there is such parallels to be birthing into this life, absolutely, and then be birthing out. And you know, you wouldn't you wouldn't think about going and 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 maybe sort of having a child, having a baby, without any other support. Mm-hmm. And, and that's where midwifery came in. There's why birth doulas have come in. And there's a lot of elements there, and it's not just a physical thing; it, it's emotional. Yes, and it's it, there's there's spiritual components to it, and and those are even more pronounced at birthing out yes. at the end of life. Yeah. And again, we, we've got great medicine, great medical care, and we've extended the life of people and all that great stuff. But, uh, but sometimes it's not what they're really looking for at end of life, for example. Mm-hmm. They're looking for resolution. They're mm-hmm. looking for, um, as several of, of my guests in the past, uh, Dr. Ira Bayak, um, um, all these other guys that talk about what, is, what are people looking for at end of life, and, and it's folks like you who can help them find those answers. Absolutely. Uh, or you know, help them form the questions to what they're looking for, because it's hard to articulate sometimes. It is, and I just believe that everybody has those answers, and we need the support t- sometimes to be able to move into what we already know and what we're able to connect with and then live out. Exactly. We're going to keep on that topic here when we come back from the break. It's time for a short break. We'll be right back to continue our conversations with Christy Merrick, certified end-of-life doula and founder of Tending Life at the Threshold. Please stay with us. We use technology every day to help manage our lives. Why not use it to help manage your medications? St. Paul Corner Drug offers several free tools to keep you on track while taking your medications. Use our mobile app to quickly order a refill or the MedsOnQ application, which turns your smartphone or tablet into your very own personal medication attendant. Email and text messaging options let you know when your medication is ready for pickup, making efficient use of your time. St. Paul Corner Drug, pharmacy the way it should be. Native Ritz Radio is proud to announce we've added an extra hour. Yeah, Chuchke, one hour goes by too fast. That's right, Uncle Curtis. I'll have extra time to share important information about our secret animals. And report national and native news from all over the country and Canada. This new hour is sponsored by Robbins Kaplan LLP, dedicated to redefining excellence for high-stakes litigation representation in Indian country. Saturdays from 1 to 3 p.m. We are awake. 
Northeast Minneapolis is known for its creativity and you'll know exactly why when you eat at Hazel's Northeast. Their creatively prepared comfort food will have you coming back week after week. Breakfasts like biscuits and gravy, granola pancakes, and brisket hash. For lunch, homemade soup and one of the best Rubens in town. And don't miss the daily risotto or Chef Ali's ever-changing dinner specials. Come on in, bring the whole family. Hazel's Northeast delivers real good food. Family owned at 29th and Johnson in Minneapolis. I'm attorney Rachel Schroman of Schroman Law, and I've got you covered. I provide trusted legal advice in wills and trusts, supplemental and special needs trusts, powers of attorney, health care directives, probate, financing long-term care, medical assistance planning, and prenuptial and postnuptial agreements. These are areas of law that are intensely personal in nature, and I don't take the responsibility of providing counsel around such issues lightly. Learn more at schromanlaw.com. That's S-C-H-R-O-M-E-N law.com. Are you thinking about buying or selling a house or just want to know what might be going on with one of your biggest investments? Then why not become a house geek? Hi, I'm Kirk Duckwall with Bricks Real Estate and host of the Twin Cities Real Estate Show on this station here with your Market Minute. 3.45 is the average number of showings per week per listing in the median sale price range here in the Twin Cities. This is seasonally anticipated and is a key early indicator of demand in the marketplace. The median sale price is up 6.7% over the same time last year, which is currently sitting at $286,000. The 30-year conventional interest rate is at about 3.56%. This is up slightly over last week. The conclusion for sellers, the fall market is kicking into gear with showing activity picking back up, making it a good time to sell over the next couple of months. For buyers, you should see a good amount of homes coming onto the market over the next month. Rates are predicted to rise, making the early fall market more favorable for buyers. Are you thinking about making a move? Then check us out online anytime at housegeeks.com. your AM950 weather, this is Eric Nelson. Saturday, showers and thunderstorms are likely, with up to half of an inch possible. Highs of 78 and a low around 57. Sunday will be sunny, with a high of 68 and a low around 53. At the Minneapolis Farmer's Market, everything is available and in season. Also, with fall around the corner and winter on its way, don't forget the market goes all the way through October. And if the temperature holds, Farmer's Market will continue as long as possible. Then the winter market starts up, featuring cheese, meat, and Christmas tree vendors. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well, where we talk about your health and your life, and today, about your death or a loved one's death. My name is Ken Hagelin, and joining me today in studio is Christy Merrick. She is a certified end-of-life doula and a founder of Tending Life at the Threshold. And we're talking about what is end-of-life doula. Uh, we're explaining what that involves, and we're, we're uh, talking about the benefits of actually engaging and using an end-of-life doula. Um, but before we get back into that great conversation, I want to mention, um, if you are suffering from chronic ailments that are reducing your quality of life, or are you tired of feeling stressed and overwhelmed, have you tried everything else to get feeling better? Or are you frustrated and don't know where to turn to help? Are you willing to try a new approach to regain your health and improve your quality of life? There is help for you. Sano Wellness Center, located in Bloomington, just off of 484 and Penn Avenue, specializes in neurologic issues and can offer guidance in helping you identify the root cause of your health problems. And they do this by supporting your innate immune system, allowing your body to heal naturally. They work with all age levels, from children to adults, including professional athletes. Through their comprehensive combination of safe and effective natural healthcare methodologies, they achieve consistent success in assisting their clients in restoring their health and maintaining overall mental, physical, and spiritual well-being. Call Dr. Christine Stevie at the Sano Wellness Center for an appointment. She's offering a fall promotion for their amazing brain assessment services. Mention you've heard this on Ken's radio show, and they'll give you a special pricing of 50% off their regular price. Please phone them at 952 681 2916 or visit them online at sanowc.care. That's S A N O W C.care. 
Sano Wellness Center. All right, Christy, if people have questions for you about your services or just general questions about end-of-life doula services, how can they best reach you uh, to get that question answered? Absolutely. My website is tendinglife.com, and they can also get me by email on at endoflifedoula at hotmail.com. All right, fantastic. Well, let's, I want to talk about this segment here. You know, first of all, why is it called a doula? Um, but then also get into what are the services? What, what's the role that an end-of-life doula plays in helping people with someone who has a terminal uh, condition or is facing end-of-life? Yeah, so doula is, um, I believe it's ancient Greek, and it means to serve, person who serves. And, um, and that really encompasses, I mean, we could call this role so many different things. And what it really is, is this opportunity to show up for people wherever they are and to support them in what it is that they need. And at end of life, um, you know, as, as, well as, yes. as well as I do, as well as so many of us do, that like everything is changing. It's a moving target. And so having somebody on your team who um, is really... I think I mentioned before, just this this independent presence who um, can walk with you through all of the changes, all of the loss. Um, you know, even from the time of diagnosis, grief is really the underlying fuel mm-hmm. for um, it's it's affecting our decisions, it's affecting our relationships, um, and. That is such an essential part of what we do is just show up for all of those things as they're trying to find ways to navigate the process. Well, and here's the thing, too. A lot of people don't understand, and uh, we see this in hospice all the time, that there is a thing called anticipatory grief Mm -hmm. that hits people long before the actual event occurs. And if they don't have someone or a way in which to understand that and articulate the feelings they're going through, they miss out sometimes on that person's end-of-life experience, which is huge. It can be such a rich, beautiful time. That's the time, unfortunately, of reconciliation. When we see that, we encourage that. that, Mm -hmm. This is the time to, to sit down with that loved one and, as as you know, many you know, great writers have said, to say, I'm sorry, to say, you're forgiven, mm-hmm. to say, I'm grateful, thank you, to say, I love you, maybe for the first time uh, in a long time right. or first time ever. Right. I mean, that's the time, unfortunately, but that's the beauty of, I guess, having a life and death in our experience is that it, there is a bookend. Right. And it does kind of force us to, to deal with some things. But we also find in hospice that people become caregivers. They go from being the spouse or the daughter, the son, the grandchildren, to this caregiver role, and they miss out on that relationship role. Mm-hmm. And that's where I see your services can come in as end of life to help them stay centered, stay Absolutely. focused. Don't, don't, don't miss these times. Right. And one of my clients, um, she was an only child and her relationship with her mother was very close. And she had spent so much time navigating all of the illness that she lost touch with them just being able to be mother and daughter. And so having me in as a support for both of them, because I met with them both separately, I met with them together to kind of talk about those relationship issues and um and what kind of added support needed to happen. And, you know, just having that sounding board and that third party who um, can really walk through every piece of it. So I was with them before hospice. Um, I think part of our work together actually got them on hospice sooner. Um, And so that was, that's a huge benefit of working with a doula. And, um, And then having both of them had the opportunity to really say what was on their heart without having to worry about what the other person 
was um, how they were going to be affected by the truth of how they were feeling. And, um, and so we, we had, you know, when we were all together, then we were able to have these open conversations and plan for what, um, what her mother wanted at the end of her life so that when things progressed, um, as they do, when we got her on, um, into hospice, then there was, in a residential hospice, then there was this opportunity for, um, for her to just be the daughter and to spend all of that time without having to navigate and advocate and be in the middle of all of that. So I could help them with their discernment around what choices they were making and why they were making them. Um, they took a trip to Florida to be with her family, um, which was a very complicated thing to pull off. And, um, and they were actually advised against it by a lot of the other people in their world. And we just, you know, it's like creative problem solving, but in a really deep, open manner. And I am always about possibility in every stage. And how can we help people to keep as close to what is most important and have the ending that they want? Um, and it's in that planning and in those open conversations that we're able to um, feel prepared, no matter how fast the ending might go, no matter how long the ending might take, all of that. So it's just really engaging the process of end of life and um, and doing it with eyes open rather than having, you know, kind of like pushing it aside and then all of a sudden being in that crisis moment where you're making decisions um, based on fear and adrenaline and, um, you know, just that horrible energy that just kind of takes over where you're just reacting. Right. It's a crisis response. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you mentioned uh, navigation and you know, being an advocate, um, also a facilitator. Um, these are very complementary type services, as you mentioned, to hospice. I mean, hospice is a formal you know, medicalized program to help support patients and families at end of life. But I know I've seen your service come alongside with hospice and be so complementary because, again, you can, again, customize and personalize whatever the needs are for that like you said, the daughter-mother relationship, yep. um, to help them see because there's there's a lot of things that they just need to be aware of that they're going to have to face. And it helps to have someone who's been down that path several times before saying, here's the things we want to let's address or talk about. Right. So then it's done on a, on a thoughtful plan basis, like you say, versus a crisis basis. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and I think that one of the best opportunities – that we have um, dovetailing with hospice is that the care is just so much broader. So um, hospice just by nature has regulation and things like that. I think one of the biggest benefits of hospice is that we have no, or one of the biggest benefits of end of life doula is that we don't have that same regulation about how much time we can spend. And, um, and so the flexibility that we have, the, you know, the ability to show up really when needed um, is, is really important. But one of the best experiences that I've had was with a client who had a very complicated family situation, and she was in residential hospice. And the social worker um, was trying to do so much work in such a short amount of time to try to get her family's situation sorted out. Um, she was leaving two young boys, and um, there were just a lot of pieces in play. And, um, and so when we talked, she was like, oh, thank God, there's somebody else who I can say, this is, these are the goals we're working towards. Can you help us meet them? Because she's, you know, and, she, and the social worker was saying, I can't come back till next Wednesday. Like, that's my time frame. Right. And she might be dead by then. That's right. And so we've got work to do. And, and so I think knowing that, um, that they're very different services and that they're, 
so complimentary. Um, I just think the more people that you have who love and care for these people on their team, the better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, we're up against the clock here for the end of the segment. But when we, um, when we come back, let's explore more about how people can, can utilize your services and help them plan and, and stay focused on the important things and not get caught up in all the things that are going on at a person's end of life here. So, um, all right, let's take a quick, short break here. This is our last break of the program here, folks. So if you got a question, you got to give us a call or uh, give us a text. Um, but we'll be right back to talk with Christy Merrick. She is a certified end-of-life doula and founder of Tending Life at the Threshold. And we're talking about the benefits of using end-of-life doula services. So please stay with us. Hi, this is Chad from AM950. Snap Construction is arguably the most well-reviewed roofing, siding, window, and insulation contractor in the metro. Ryan is so excited about working with AM950 and our listeners that he wants to help us grow. This is Ryan, owner of Snap Construction. I was friends with Chad long before I started marketing with him. I was a bit skeptical of radio advertising before Chad convinced us to run ads. The advertising's been so successful, we want to help the station grow. We've absolutely loved working with the listeners of AM950, and we all know how extreme important this radio station is to the community. To help AM950 grow this summer, Snap Construction will be putting up proceeds to assist the station in marketing on social media. Snap Construction encourages you to follow, engage, share, and interact on the AM950 social media platforms. Together, we can all work to ensure AM950 continues to thrive and grow in our communities. We stand by our work with a lifetime craftsmanship guarantee. For a free estimate or more information on our financing, call 612-333-SNAP or check us out online. Victor's 1959 Cafe in South Minneapolis is a locally owned and operated restaurant offering traditional Cuban food. Open for breakfast and lunch daily with dinner Tuesday through Saturday. For night shift workers, Victor's even has both a morning and evening happy hour. And Victor's now accepts dinner reservations too. Stop in and try some delicious authentic Cuban cuisine like ropa vieja and seafood paella. Make your reservation and learn more at victors1959cafe.com. Victor's 1959 Cafe, revolutionary Cuban cooking. Buy appliances at or even below cost during Warner Stellings Real Deal Clearance Sale. Three days, Saturday through Monday. Choose from hundreds of floor models and closeouts, all marked with a big yellow tag. Warner Stellion has unbeatable special buys on top-rated laundry pairs, French door refrigerators, four-piece kitchen suites, and more. And you still get trusted fast-free delivery and haul-away and 18 months interest-free financing. Yellow-tagged appliances below cost and unmatched savings on special buys. Saturday through Monday at all 10 Warner Stellion stores. Hi, this is Paul Metza, inviting you to listen to the Wall of Power Radio Hour every weekend on AM 950. We are on at 6 p.m. on Saturday, 4 p.m. on Sunday. We feature artists, musicians, raconteurs, private detectives, and more. 6 p.m. Saturday night on AM 950. Is your business being pulled under by a tide of constant threats? Hackers, ransomware, security breaches? What if you had people who could navigate you to safe water, then teach you how to swim? Hi, Mark Sommerfeld of Rymark with a unique offer, a free security assessment. We'll uncover hidden threats, hidden costs, and hidden opportunities to help navigate your business. Call 651-328-8900 or go to Rymark it.com to schedule your free security assessment. All right, welcome back, folks. You are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well where we talk about your health and your life. And today we're discussing your death or your loved one's death. And um, this has been a fascinating uh, hour. We're going to have to have you back here again. Uh, but my name is Ken Hagelin, and joining me today in studio is Christy Merrick. She is a certified end-of-life doula, and she's also founder of Tending Life at the Threshold. And we're talking about the benefits of using end-of-life doula services. Um, 
Christy, one more time, um, if people wanted to get a, a hold of you, what's the best way they can reach you? Yep. Again, my website is tendinglife.com and um, can get me by email at endoflifedoula at hotmail.com. All right. Fantastic. And um, you know, we went through the show. Just a quick recap. We talked about your background and how you got called into this. And, and I, you know, from personal experience, I know just what great service you do for people. Um, you treat them like family. Um, that's what happens when you're in a calling. Mm-hmm. Um, but also we went through the history. It's, a, it's been a, a, something that we've done for the history of, of humankind, but it's been really formalized here in the last uh, just few years. And um, I wanted to, uh, to have you talk just briefly here about um, how other people who may be interested in this type of, of profession and care, um, you know, how they would go about maybe um, pursuing that. I, I, we talked. We have uh, social workers that listen. We have uh, grief counselors. We have uh, psychologists. We have psychotherapists. We have all these great, amazing people. Yes. And it doesn't need to be those people. It can be people that are accountants right. and, and attorneys and lawyers and I mean any profession. Um, you can do this even on a part-time basis um, in helping people. But how would you suggest someone who may have in- an interest in this profession uh, go about doing what you ended up doing a few years ago, right. trying to navigate your way through being trained and finding resources? Yeah, there are a bunch of different training programs out there. And so I think it's important for people to do their own due diligence. But um, because I did my training with ANELDA, the International End of Life Doula Association, um, and got my certification through them, um, that is who I wholeheartedly recommend. And, um, and the certification process is, it's in depth and you want to have that mentorship. You want to have that experience before, you know, you're going into this professionally. Right. And you mentioned that you are mentoring people now as a part of your practice. Yes, I am. That's really exciting. Um, so if, if someone is, uh, so let's say a family is looking for those services, how do they go about selecting somebody who would be appropriate for them? I'm mean, certainly you encourage interviewing people, but are there certain things they should ask or a certain training or certifications that they should be looking for? Yeah, I think um, for for me, I just, I, I go with my gut. So I always think that you'll know it when you find it. Um, so I think it's important to pay attention to those, those pieces, but, you know, certainly look online and see, um, who pops up and, um, and ask those questions. Um, you know, what, what is your focus? What, how do you, how do you show up for people? Um, you could even ask for references. Which um, I think it's important. Yeah, for sure. And they're, there are more and more of us out there every day. The Twin Cities is actually quite a hotbed for this, uh, which is really kind of fascinating. Um, and and so I think just just looking out there and, yeah. and see who you can find. But yeah. yeah. Well, we in Minnesota we are very fortunate. This is the best state in the country for healthcare, for wellness. I mean, we're we're always listed in the, you know the top one or two in terms of just healthy people. Yeah. Um, I don't know what it is about Minnesota, but we're. Uh, <laughs> There's great innovation. I mean, from from the males to the Medtronics. I mean, you just you, we're we're very fortunate to live here. And you're right. It is it's a hotbed yes. for a lot of innovation in healthcare, and it's it's very exciting to be a part of that. Um, well, let me ask this too. Now, you know, in hospice, uh, hospice for people who are on Medicare, it's a statutory benefit. So the government you know pays for that. Essentially, the person has already paid for it throughout their entire life right. with all the, the payroll deductions that have occurred. They've prepaid for end-of-life hospice care. So it doesn't cost the patient or the family anything for uh, those services. Now, doula services, end-of-life doula services are different. That's a private paid arrangement. Um, can you speak to that a little bit as to how, is it an hourly rate or how do you guys uh, generally you know, charge for those services? Yeah, so it's an hourly rate. Um, I think typically people are charging what a counselor or a life coach or somebody kind of in that vein would be charging. Um, typically I charge, I kind of start at $100 an hour and I have a sliding scale um, kind of up or down depending on how complex the situation is. Um, what the family financial situation is. 
Um, I am always looking for ideas and funding sources myself so that I can have um, funds that will supplement that for people. I'm not quite there yet, but but I do work on a sliding scale depending on um, what people need Yeah, because well, I want everybody to have access. Well, isn't that the amazing thing here is that even in hospice, it's a prepaid benefit. It doesn't cost anybody anything. Right. And yet less than half the people that die, Use die on hospice. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just what a waste of this amazing support and of life. Yeah. And with you guys too, I'll tell you, my experience is you guys are so worth every penny mm, because what you do you. to help those families at that critical time of life, make the most of it and, and really experience the best quality of life. And, and really that makes a difference for a legacy for that person that's passing as you, as you help these generations that will remember this event in as positive a way as possible. Absolutely. So many of us have negative experiences with deaths in our family. Um, and so I think also a big part of this movement is us you know, wanting to reclaim that and yeah. saying it doesn't have to be that way. This is a natural part of life. That's right. And so how can we engage that process as fully as we do birth, the living in between, and right. yeah, all well, of it. it. It's great to have someone with, with your perspective to, again, help be there to walk alongside people. I think that's just in, in the journey of life, we sometimes go it alone and we don't have to. Right. There's great resources all around us. So, all right. Well, we're, we're at the last minute here. We've got to wrap up the show here, Christy. Thank you so much for being here. Um, Thanks I want for to having thank, me. I want to thank Christy Merrick, certified end-of-life doula and founder of Tending Life at the Threshold on the benefits of using end-of-life doula services. She has a great website Pull it up. It's Tending Life, and you can get a hold of her through that website. And uh, we've been just really blessed to have her here today. We hope you've enjoyed today's show. Please contact us with any questions or comments you have regarding today's conversation or let us know of topics you would like for us to discuss on future shows. You can reach us day or night, 24-7, by phone or text at 612-999-3426. Please join us again next Saturday at noon for another live broadcast. And thank you for listening to the Living Healthy and Aging Well show where we talk about your health and your life. And until next time, live well.